All right. All right. What's hey. up, Doug? What you got for us, Doug? Uh, we got to talk about the forum. What happened? What? It's getting really busy. It, it is. is. It's super busy, and it's super great. I was off. We I love was. It. I was literally off for what I don't know, two and a half weeks, whatever that was. That my computer was down. Yeah. Yeah. And I came yeah, back for that. I know. Sorry. Yeah. I, pa- I do. I apologize. Don't worry. Our four members. Right. I missed right. you guys to death. I'm glad to be back on. Um, I had crazy uh, problems with my Apple, my MacBook. Porn. Uh, I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> Way too much. I showed. I showed you guys the post. Yeah. That's what you happened. Right. Just overload. Shows. So, uh, boy. I was blown away on the growth in just two and a half weeks and the activity that's on there. It is crazy. It's super busy. I check Exploded. it. I check it almost every hour and there's like 15 to 20 questions, comments, uh, people who are helping other people on there, other trainers. Yeah. So it's, it's super packed. So, Yeah, it's amazing. However, we want to you know, be able to interact with all these people right. as well as uh, the Mind Pump team here. Okay. So I'm thinking, well, we need to kind of uh, dial back a little bit on how many people are coming into this thing. So, to, make uh, it, to make it exclusive? Yeah. Well, well, you want to limit, limit the number? Yeah, limit, limit the number. So you're going to say only this many people can enroll, or are you just going to raise the price so that less people enroll? We're going to raise a price. You're going to raise a price? Uh, yeah. Always a dick. <laughs> how much are, we go, how much are you, you thinking? Like double well, or how much? No, only $10 more. Okay. Oh, okay. It's still a bargain. I mean, <laughs> an absolute bargain. It's a one-time fee, one time, and then you're on there for life. Yeah, it's $37, when, but we're not going to start that right now. When are you going to oh. close? Okay, so it's still it's going to be 27 till when? Until the end of the month. So the, oh. end, of, the end of March, $27. After that? April 1st. One-time fee, $30, $37. It's going to still be an amazing deal. There's probably a, a few less people joining simply because $10 could be a deal breaker for some. Yeah. However, Supply and demand. we want to give the best uh, of ourselves on there. Right. And we want to interact with everybody as much as we can. Obviously, we are limited in our time and our ability to t- uh, talk to everybody all the time. But we have you know a lot of trainers on there helping uh, and it's, let's, a, it's a community that uh, everybody's supportive. It's, it's amazing. And let's really. not forget, anybody on the forum, if you're a member of the forum, you get massive discounts on any program we release. On everything that we yeah. do. Yeah, so well, And all the insight and support with that, for sure. Right. So if we release a new program like Maps Black, uh, which uh, we're not going to talk too much about yet, but that's going to be coming out soon, and you're a member of the forum, you will get opportunity to enroll in it first, and you will enroll in it at a much lower price than what everybody else wants, <laughs> Well, so. lower than what the forum costs you to even get into it. So yeah, just uh, in that one program you already made. Yeah, so exactly. It's kind so, of a no-brainer. So forum is totally worth it. So get in there before it goes up to 37 like and Doug then says. you'll be in the army. Don't we have some stuff we got to give away too, Douglas? Yeah, we got some t-shirts. T-shirts for me and you. Nine reviews. And all I'm of just, us. Just uh, to keep this short, I'm going to read them off. Please send your iTunes name, your shirt size, your address to mindpumpradio at gmail.com. If you don't hear your name, put a review up. The names are Nguyen 89 Jeff Mack 661 and Ugly Jr., <laughs> awesome reviews, everyone. Like Thank name. you. Right on. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. Adam, do your best guttural growl. Wow. Wow. You might actually join my metal band. I thought that was pretty good. I it's, can't. I it can't sounds do. strange. He can't to me. sing, but he can. He can uh, scream. Uh, I'm a screamer. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds strained. It sounded strained. 
like cookie monster. Like you were like, ah, but then like there was something preventing you. There's a cookie. See, there it is right there. That's the real way to do it. Why do you always got to critique and make fun of my singing, man? Huh? I thought that was really good. Justin was even impressed with it. I was was impressed. If it passed the test with Justin, I think. You know what? Like I I could put a beat behind that and it would have been all right. You might, you might have got down to that. All right. I'm going to admit it. You don't look at me when you sing. You look at him when you sing. Yeah. Doug, when can can I get our coffee cups? Coffee cups. When can we get those? The coffee oh, mugs? When can we have those? These coffee are awesome. <clears throat> we'll have all that stuff soon. But we have uh, some programs to put together. Oh, yeah. We got that first. Um, yeah. You guys see how I did You see how I did that? I put... We're, pressure. We're, we're live on air right now. Pressure. Yeah, no, hey, there's a lot some, of pressure going down here. Yeah. The, <laughs> you realize this was the one that's that's dropping, like, it is. first. You know, yeah, you know right? what, though? Doug, Doug, <laughs> you guys will find out a, in the next uh, episode this week. I did it again to Doug, so I'm putting uh, a lot of pressure on Doug right now. He's such a nice guy. You see what he did? You see what he did? He's such a nice guy. He pressured the Doug. He's like, oh, yeah, we can do the cookie cups. And now he's sweat. He's like, the coffee cups, but we but we have to finish the program. Yeah. 99% of the work that's left now is all <laughs> we've done everything so far that yeah. we got to do. We got it all. I speak about myself as a we. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Third person. You're yeah. like three guys. Though. Yeah. You're talking yeah. about you and the Eagle? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Doug and the Eagle. <laughs> 7 p.m. on CBS. I, just, I gave my I gave my uh, coffee cup to my mother-in-law, so I, I want one again. Mm. And uh, I'm going to take Justin's if he doesn't take it home Damn soon. Damn it. So. You can have mine if you want. So se- selfishly, I want it, but I was curious about the listeners because I know we have a lot of listeners that do bulletproof coffee and would probably use his cups. The cups are sick as fuck. Yeah. And Justin put the new logo on it. It's yeah. bad as shit. So well, I think if we the just mic. sell them from the other site, we'll be fine. But we're not going to integrate it into our site. Mm. Uh, oh, can we do so that? We, so we can do that. We can make it available. Well, yeah, Doug, just see, hook everybody see, up right now. See what Adam just did there? Do we still right. get? Do we still get money for it? Yeah, we'll probably make a dollar mm. or two per cup. Okay, bro, bro, it's not about that. It's about everybody having these badass cups yeah. and us being able and to share that. That's I love it when you lie, drinking and no, posting. no, no. <laughs> That's not where I'm going to make my <laughs> money. The best part of waking up, <laughs> your mind pump fucking cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing about these cups, they're print on demand. So they're they're rather expensive for a coffee cup. Oh. So mm. we're just gonna pass on, you know, the bulk of our product. Well, see, that brings me to this this topic I want to talk about. Um there's lots of there, okay, when you look at worldwide uh issues in the world, there's a lot of poor kids out there without jobs. Mm. And I think if we were to help them give them a job, <laughs> they could build this cup. Bro, this you, trying to get you should have been jail. Yeah. Yeah, I'm should, not sure that this episode should have been Martha right. Stewart's uh, PR person. <laughs> right? Damn, yeah. it didn't work. We got to yeah. we got to introduce ourselves. Just this, kidding. No child labor. I'm here with the great Sal DeStefano. Oh, he's great now. Yeah, yeah, he is great. The even greater Justin oh, Andrews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, son of a bitch. And the best Adam Schaefer. Uh, if you don't say so yourself. With my sidekick here to my left, <laughs> Doug Eggy Fresh. I'm glad you brought me up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. We have to do that every now and then. What? Tell Can we just call him the human backpack, right? <laughs> That's his wrestling move. <laughs> That's his signature technique. If you were a professional wrestler, what would your yeah. signature technique be? Human backpack. Doug's would be the human backpack. <laughs> yeah, hey, for sure. Definitely. You know, I, sure. yours would be the yours would be lightning glutes or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's yeah. better than being the human yeah. fanny pack. Glitch. Oh yeah, <laughs> very true. Very true, Doug. Good point. I want to try that. I think I could do that with him. Have him link arms and legs around here. Yeah, I think we could do that. Just uh, run around. Uh, yeah, put yeah. that on the list. Hey, could you write that down, Doug? Hey, put this or, in your mouth. Just or, one more thing to do. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to try that on Friday. Let's, yeah. let's try that out. 
Can you hold this in your cheeks real tight? You yeah. know what I was just thinking the other day was, you know, uh, I need some lifting chalk. Uh, Justin tends to talk about mindless shit before we start this show, and I was, I was <laughs> whoa, <laughs> hey. whoa, no, nobody else yeah. does that. No, no, no it's just, just me. Yeah, it's and just I was wondering, <laughs> just I take all you know claim for that. What do you think the sweet spot is? What do you think uh, where people where do, where, do, <laughs> where do you think it is where everybody gets fucking annoyed? Yeah, with, right. With Justin's crazy shit that he brings up. Right. What yeah. what what do you think the minute mark is? Where someone's like, where it's oh, time for us to talk about fitness, right? Yeah, yeah. And what stop you, bullshitting. Yeah. What do you think that? What How do you, many people are turned off? I don't know. I've heard. Now. What are you guys? What are you guys hearing? I've heard mixed reviews. So I've got clients. You right. know what's funny? It's it's either one or the other. I have That's people it. who yeah. tell me they love listening to us bullshit, mm-hmm. and then I have people that tell me they just love to listen to us about fitness. Yeah. But the beauty is that the technology lets you still fast listening. forward if you want <laughs> or rewind if you want to listen to the funny stuff or you <laughs> yeah, can twice. grow an appreciation for it and well, not be okay, so a, uh, a total stick in the ass there you go so <laughs> i huh? Have I've a little no- fun in your life. I've you know noticed. What I'm I've noticed more of that the feedback that I've gotten. You're right. There is definitely there's camps on both sides. There's camps that just uh, in do not. Actually, we actually have. Here's here's a one that's for you. There, there's total division. Look dude, to I your know. left and look to your right. Believe it or not, there's probably somebody that stands that sits next to you that you would never guess is a mind pub listener. We have people that don't even are not even into fitness that actually listen to the show, which is kind of unique. Right. Um, so I have. We do have both camps. We have camps that are here just for the information and then you have people that are just here for the, the, the random bullshit that Justin likes to bring up. But then we... <laughs> <laughs> Don't give him all the credit. <laughs> but I've actually had... Um, you know, I, I had a client of mine who uh, was turned off uh, at first initially by that because that's as far as she went because she j- she's like, oh, a bunch of bro guys. Did she, was she saying you talk too much? No, she thinks... Oh, I, okay. yeah, I know. You see how he's eliminated himself <laughs> from this conversation? <laughs> Can we just talk about macros for a little while? <laughs> yeah, so people get turned off by that. Uh, no, that's yeah. just you, bro. Everybody wants to hear about it. I'll tell you. Inbox, I'll tell you. Like, Adam, I would like to, to create a poll for that. Yeah, yeah we should create. Yeah. You know what? We're going to create a mind yes. poll. Yes. We are going to create a mind poll. There'll be a macro. There'll be a silly, random, like horrible shit. And then there'll be like super intelligent, you know, focused uh, topics. <laughs> he said that yeah. looking over at your dumb ass. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Who wants to Today, use Who um, wants to use big Latin words listen. and share the definitions? Yeah. <laughs> you know what was funny the other day, didn't In you? Corpus Union. Exactly. Yeah. I don't even know what you said. Yeah, we'll <sighs> Random stuff. What is that? It's good. It's the majestic <gasps> qua. Motherfucking qua. Whoa. Doug, it's time. Yeah. Bring it's it on, time, Doug. Doug. It's getting louder every Charge time. Charge it up, Doug. Charge it up. We're getting sick of this Grab bullshit. it, squeeze it, slap it, go. Sick of the bullshit. Give us the real <laughs> We're stuff. We're talking Give us the much. meat and potatoes, Doug. This Here is what it comes. <laughs> we got pump, Fabian Barca09. Uh, this person's keeping their calories consistent and getting hungrier. What is the cause? Should this person up their calories and their goal is weight loss? So what's going on here? If you're at a calorie deficit uh, and you're initially you're not going to get as hungry as you might later on because your body's trying to get you to eat more calories. That's kind of how it breaks down. One of the best things you could do for this is to undulate your calories or eat, you know, at maintenance sometimes, eat at below maintenance sometimes, eat at a deep, you know, even more below maintenance at other times, maybe a slight surplus. And that kind of makes a dent in this. But at the end of the day, you got to keep in mind, if you're eating to get leaner, uh, your body's going to most likely send you the hunger signal more often than if you weren't, right? So you got to kind of be okay with that every once in a while. It's okay to feel hungry 
I think we were taught to be so afraid of, right. oh my God, I'm hungry. Fuck, I got to eat something. Like, yeah. it's okay to be like, okay, yeah. I'm hungry, but I'm If cool. you had breakfast, you're not hungry. Falling. <laughs> there's, that's not hunger, right? Yeah. So there's actually, um, uh, and I'm surprised Sal didn't get into it because he typically loves to jump all over the nerdy stuff. Uh, mm. there, there's a hormone called leptin that is, uh, is responsible for a lot of this feeling that you, that you have. And um, what happens, is, and there's a couple of things that are going on for sure, because obviously if you start to build lean, more lean body mass because you're lifting weights too, that's going to kick up your metabolism. Um, but also if you have like this, this slight spike uh, in food or a lack of mobility one day. So let's say one day you, uh, let's just use hypothetical numbers. You only burn, uh, you know, 1,500 to 2,000 calories that day, but you consume 2,500 calories. That would be a surplus of calories for the day. Uh, that surplus is going to spike the leptin levels up because it's going to tell your body that you have more fuel, more energy than that your body's used to today. That feeling that you get, that is a great, awesome feeling. Now, what happens to a lot of people, they get that feeling and then in their head, they go, oh, shit, my body, my metabolism speeding up. I need to feed it more fuel. And that goes back to the old bullshit that we used to teach people of, you know, keep throwing you know, little bits of logs on the fire to keep fueling the fire, keep yeah. fueling the fire. That's a crock of shit. Uh, what you want to think of is this, and this is what I teach my clients is when you have that feeling, uh, give yourself a pat on the back and a thumbs up and a glass of water. And guess what? You can be sitting in your car or enjoy watching your TV. fat burning. Exactly. Phase. And enjoy that your body. And that normally is that body kicking over to start metabolizing fat for energy. And that's what's going on is, hey, you know what? I'm not doing much right now. I'm not exercising. I'm not moving around, but I have this feeling of hunger right now. And more than likely, the body is switching over to metabolize fat as its source of fuel now. Well, like anything uh, in the world, and especially in fitness, there's a, there's a pendulum, and it swings one way, and it swings the other way. And I think for a long time, uh, when it came to dieting, people were told that you should never feel hungry, right? Because people were starving themselves before. I mean, literally, they would go long, you know, too long without food or too low of calories. As I said, you should never be, be hungry. That's a bad relationship with food. Well, the, the other side of that, coin is it's also a bad relationship with food to feel a little hungry and then feel like you have to satisfy that hunger. Like I have to eat something right now or I have to eat more so that I'm never hungry. Like if you're never hungry, you're going to be overweight. That's that's what it really literally breaks down to. If you never have a craving or never feel hungry, you're going to be eating in a surplus all the time. And so understanding what that feeling is and understanding what normal healthy hunger is and I'm getting leaner versus what real hunger is where I need to eat something because I'm lacking something, a, a nutrient, or I'm way too low, or I feel horrible, my energy's low. Understanding the difference between those two is part of having that good relationship right. with food. It's a discipline, and I feel like like I got the best um, well experience for me, like just fasting gave me this whole new appreciation for food and like... Uh, how my outlook towards food and as far as cravings go and as far as necessity and, and amounts, uh, all these things totally changed once I trained my body to understand that, you know, maybe I don't need it right now. Maybe, I, maybe I'm okay with a 24 hour fast. Oh my God, that sounds so extreme. But when I actually did it, I don't do it that often, but you know, occasionally I may do it, but guess what? It just keeps those demons away you know that that whole that that horniness about food where i'm like so fixated on it and it's 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 so like th this huge part of my day is like focused on that so like my focus is not you know so intense with food anymore i'm glad you brought up fasting because fasting for me completely it made my relationship to food 
so much healthier and better. Yep. Whereas before, nobody, you know, you wouldn't look at me and think, oh, this guy has issues with food. But I did. I was a guy, a regular guy, and I would make the same fucking meals and I'd have six, seven to eight, six to eight of them with me and I'd eat the same shit every day and I'd eat exactly the same time every single day because I had to be every three hours. I got to feed myself every three hours, every three hours, every three hours. And uh, it wasn't healthy mentally. And it uh, it definitely impacted my life in the sense I couldn't enjoy certain things. And I'm not just talking about foods. I couldn't enjoy certain activities because I had to eat my fucking meal or I can't go over there because then what am I going to eat and, mm-hmm. uh, or have to take it with me. And fasting for me, uh, or you, and by the way, you got to do it properly. So we talk about fasting. It's not just not eating. You got to know what you're doing. We wrote a guide about it, mm-hmm. uh, a fasting guide that teaches you how to use it. It's at mindpumpmedia.com. I want to say that to be responsible because fasting done improperly is the opposite of uh, you know a healthy relationship to food and it's not healthy. Well, yeah. in there, first of all, we talk right. about you know six different ways to to apply it to your right. lifestyle. The other thing, there's a there's a page that's literally dedicated to all the health benefits behind it. I mean, yeah. there is just. A gang of it's of, just a gamut of it of, is a ton of health benefits. One of those health benefits that's in there is appetite control, and that's what it means by appetite control is exactly what the right. two of you are explaining, which is the it exact goes right with your leptin uh, uh, talk. Yes, it, it's just understanding that is to get comfortable with. You don't have to eat every. You don't have to eat every five to ten hours. You'd be amazed how long we can go without eating, and you'd be amazed on once you break through the mental piece of it, how great you actually feel. Yeah. You know, I oh I used to have that same oh I can't work out fasted I need this I need these calories oh I can't go that many oh I just get headaches I get this I get that when in reality it was had nothing to do with that it was my body's either detoxing for some reason or I'm you know I, that's just a mental block that I have that I need these this fuel before I go inside this workout there's a lot of things that happen when I started incorporating and I incorporate fasting at least one day one day of the week I I will fast I'll normally do my warrior fast which is one of the fasts that we have. Uh, in the guide, something that he you you started to touch a little bit on though, um, there there also um, could be a balance. Uh, you could be off on your nutrients a little bit. So, um, and this is is kind of new, um, a new kind of thought for me because ever since we've been kind of eating keto, I'm extremely fascinated with my uh, control with carbohydrates. Um, and if you eat a diet that's is your basic balanced diet, which is, you know, the 60, 65, 20, 15 type of ratio or a majority of your intake is carbohydrates. Um, you know, if you get carbs and you pay attention to where all your carbs are coming from, and if you actually are getting a decent amount of sugar uh, in your diet, uh, which a lot of people get a lot more than they realize, um, and I'm talking 20 grams plus, which is really easy to pick up through through food, packaged food and bars and shakes and shit like that. Um, it's crazy what it what it does for um, you cravings. It kicks that it spikes that up big time. And when you start to take a lot of that sugar out of your diet, replace it with like a healthy fat. Uh, the feeling of being satiated uh, all day long is completely different for me now. So. Uh, that is something that could be assessed also, which that's also oh, why sure, I, well, sugar it's a different is an operating system too that, mm-hmm. that you're tapping into. So right, and there's a clear distinction between that, and that's, I mean that that's another similarity for me with fasting. It's like uh, it, it it's understanding like <clears throat> how your body is in how it works really in a sense like like if you're not in a situation where food is abundant, guess what you're still going to survive, and uh, uh, it's the same thing like if 
if fat is more prevalent and that's what's the available resource, your body uses it very well. And, right. and it's a very, very like fluid energy system that, you know, you already have built into your body. Right. We, we will find, we will find in the future, I'm going to make this prediction, um, that uh, sugar, refined sugars and refined carbohydrates are fat producing or body fat producing foods. And part of the mechanism through which they work is they stimulate appetite. That's part of the reason why they promote fat gain, but they also promote fat gain through the ways that they work in the body. And we're gonna, it's going to come out more and more. I think re- those types of sugars and refined carbohydrates, it'll, we'll look f- at this stuff 20 years from now the way we looked at cigarettes back when, oh, yeah. you know, when they used to pay scientists to defend cigarettes and say, oh, no, those cigarettes are totally safe. They don't cause lung yeah. cancer. And I think we're going to look back on today and laugh at uh, some of these fitness professionals who say, you know, it's all about the macros or who say, you know, sugars don't make you fat. It's only excess calories and uh, not, 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 not anymore. Not necessarily. We understand a lot more now. Like so. Cigarettes, they make you feel good or like spiked up or whatever, right? <laughs> like there's always some sort of association there, right? right. A donut tastes so good though. Smoke a donut. Smoke a donut. East Coast Kinney is asking, do all the same weight programs and dieting guidelines apply to men over 40? No. <laughs> no. I, you know, I, I'd say uh, over 40. Here's the thing. When we give a number like this, it's not like this. Well, before you address over 40, let's address all these weight programs and dieting guidelines. No, I mean, th- there's effective a- training and effective eating, healthy eating and you know healthy training. Uh, applies to everybody, regardless of age. There's considerations on the individual that you have to take into account. I could take a 40-year-old who um, is very healthy, very fit, and um, they're going to have much different considerations than a typical 40-year-old who, who sits down at a desk all day long. Um, I, whenever people give me a number like this, like 40 or over 50, or it's as if there's like this, before that, it was so different. All of a sudden, you turn 50, and then boom, it's yeah, like this yeah. completely different you know, uh, human being. It's not. Um, it's actually a quite slow, gradual change in your body. And the, the good news is when you exercise properly, and what I mean properly is you train in a, in a way that your body adapts. It's not You're not tearing it down more than it can recover. You feel good. You're mobile. Um, your body will continue to progress for a long time, and then it will, reg- it will regress eventually, but it takes a lot longer than you think, and it's not at 40. You're looking at, you know, in your f- mid-50s to 60s is when you start to see losses in strength, um, you know, from what you were doing before in the gym, um, and, and, you're, and you're still light years ahead of your peers. So it's really the same rules that apply to everybody else will apply to you. Listen to your body, focus on big gross motor movements, you know, eat whole, natural, healthy foods. I mean, those rules apply to everybody regardless yeah. of age. So. Well, and that, that's why I said address the guidelines and promises. Where are you getting your guidelines and your, your dieting guidelines and your programming from? Because if you're, are we talking about maps? Are we talking about the nutrition guide? Or are we talking about, you know, what a lot of people are preaching out there and what you're seeing flooded all over the internet? Because those are two totally different things. I mean, would you just mentioned, you know, IFYM type of mentality that's very popular and prevalent right now in the in the fitness world is that, you know, hey, make sure you follow your macros and you can be healthy and, and you'll lose body weight and whatever the case may be. And that applies for all ages, all groups. And we just got done finishing saying, well, no, that's a crock of shit. You know, there's eating like Sal said, whole natural foods will always be the way to go. And there's things that take into account as you as as we age, as we get older, 40, 50, 60 on up, you're. Um, testosterone levels are going to uh, reduce, and that's really what attributes to most of the the diminishing strength. Let's be honest. I mean, uh, you put a fifty five year old on hormones, 
and he could probably be as strong or stronger at 55 than than he might have been in his is 35 40 so a lot of that's normally due to that more than anything else is the the hormonal levels that are going through a 55 60 year old man in comparison to when he was 40 years old so it's funny strength is the last thing to leave though i will say that if you yeah. train properly with weights you'll lose uh as you age you'll lose agility uh first then i then you'll start to lose stamina but strength stays with you for a long fucking time. It does. It's it central nervous system like response. Like you, like it almost in a sense like you like we mentioned this before like as you age you get more connected like you, to your body. You understand your body because of all these uh, movements over the years, your your body uh, is able to fire and and recruit at, at a more uh, efficient and rapid pace, and um, that's that old man strength. So if we're talking about that versus like uh, you know what your overall aesthetic is, and like you know the size of your muscle, and um, you know like obviously there's going to be some diminishing. Uh, factors what a there. great thing to study or to look into right i think that would be a, a fascinating study because i agree with you justin i think that um you know it only makes sense your how the way you train your central nervous system a lot of that is is practice yeah. you know it takes time i think it's the loss of movement to be honest with you i think i think if you did like a big case study of like people like that are older than than fit 40 to 60 or whatever uh, if they have diminishing strength, it, I guarantee they're not moving as much Correct. as they were. That's Correct. why I said it'd be a, a fascinating study because I'm yeah. I'm willing to bet because I now and I know you guys have had this too. I've taken a client on at 50 years old. Before 50, he had never really weight trained before, and we're 55 going into your 60s, stronger, more muscular than he's ever been in his of entire course. life. Yeah. That, and here's the thing with right. so, and I can say this with men 100. percent If a man takes care of himself, is healthy, eats properly, eats adequate, you know, fats, lifts weights. His testosterone levels will stay youthful for a long time, yep. if not forever. Now, aging the aging process is a lot more than just testosterone levels, but you take an, a 70-year-old who's very fit, lifts weights, eats right, I bet you he'll have the testosterone levels of a healthy 30-year-old. Well, shit, look at Doug. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he's not that old, but I mean, what I'm saying is you, you, he's keeping that signal alive. Come on, Justin. You know I'm old. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You, you are daddy. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. That was super perfect time to transition to the next super question. Super weird. <laughs> Rock and Rose Fit. Pros and cons of opening uh, opening a gym and thoughts on gym co-ops. Oh, thoughts Whoa. of opening a gym. Uh, I've Let's- done it twice. Um, I owned uh, part of a gym when I was 21 and then I started the gym that I recently sold. Save your money. And uh yeah, it's yeah. it is uh <laughs> A gym is really a tough way to make a lot of money. Think of it like this. If you love it, if you love the gym and you just want to be in the gym all the time, it's awesome. But if yeah. you want to make a lot of money, uh, owning a gym is is it's it's tough. I mean, no. you, it's a tough business. You got to get a lot of people to enroll. Yeah. Um, it's you're there all the fucking time. It's like owning a restaurant. Like you're there all the well, time. We're about to open it. We're about to get ourselves a gym, but we're not going to get a gym to run it as a business. We're going to get a gym because that's where we all we want to be every day. We want to be there every day. We want to utilize it to shoot videos. We want to work out. Yeah, we want to train it's people. Only big want. enough for what we need. Yeah, exactly. And we're in a place where it's it's going to suit our needs to expand our our virtual presence and here's here's a totally different idea and here's where you got to be careful uh with the gyms um a couple things if because i think i know who this is i think she takes uh, classes she does okay that's what i thought i thought so Uh, she's on our forum 
Yeah, okay, so Jess, if you were talking about a in particular gym, like the one that you might uh, you might be taking or going to, um, I think it's a great idea if you've got that kind of money for the next three to five years. Tops. Oh, like a like a franchise. Yes, yeah, yeah. like a franchise type gym. If you are because there's all types of gyms, right? Like you know, we got CrossFit boxes, we got these mm-hmm. Orange Theory type of of boxes that are popping up all over the place, and then you have your basic brick and mortar. Oh, yeah, if you grab onto the trend right now. Yes. Hold on to that shit, quit, and then get rid of it. So, and yeah. that, that's the one thing Pump that and dump. I've been trying to tell people that uh, about some of these boxes right now. I mean, let's be honest. We they talk work, a lot. Right? Of, we talk a lot of shit about CrossFit. I contemplated buying one. Let's keep it real. Mm-hmm. I contemplate because I'm so I'm such you, a. He almost closed us on it too. I literally, I'm a I'm a business guy first, fitness guy second. I have to I have to admit. I mean, I I have always been that way. I've happened to fall in love with fitness and become a passion of mine. But I I have learned to look at at the business side always first. And when I saw where the CrossFit thing was going, whether I believed in the philosophy or not, I thought, oh, shit, this is going to make a lot of money and it's going to really low overhead and I see it growing really fast. Oh, shit, look, they just paired. And this was well before they had partnered with Reebok. When they partnered with Reebok, I just was telling everybody, told you so. Well, dude, I almost bought a freaking, uh, what was it called? The Curves. Right. I was uh, very yeah. close to buying a Curves back uh, back in the early 2000s. The, the thing is that at where we are in our careers now, if I were to do any of those things, and, and I don't put it past me to, to to not do something like that because it's I know that this will not end. In 10 years from now, here's a prediction. I, I, we love to do predictions on here. We talked in, in an earlier episode, um, actually maybe a later episode. Doug hates when I do this because I'm not sure if this one's going <laughs> to drop before or the other one after. Uh, we talk about uh, mobility being a very popular thing, and um, and that's I think that's a new functional movement, mobility. I would not be surprised if we see some sort of wave that hits where that becomes this huge hip trend where you find these uh, places that are just group class style that are geared around that and people hop all over it and it becomes this booming business. At the end of the day, though... The slithery snake jam. Right. I, at the end of the day, I would put in it right in the same, the same box as like an OTF, the same box as a CrossFit, the same box as uh, any of the curves, these these businesses, they take a very um, intelligent thing about uh, fitness. They take a little bit of science um, they and then they take a trend that's happening right now and they run with it and they and they run the shit out of it and they make a ton of money, but they're short lived. Well, yeah. here, look at the you got to look at the model. If you own a gym, here's what your market looks like. OK, and we're talking about a big box now. Big box gym. Here's your market. You can charge, or here's what your competitors are charging, between twenty to sixty dollars a month. Okay, that's the mid range for a gym membership. So that's who you're you who you're competing against. Which means that you got to charge in order to compete, probably right around that. Now, if you have a twenty thousand square foot gym or thirty thousand square foot gym, which is a big gym, you can only fit so many people in there, and it's a lot less than the amount of people you're going to need to make a lot of money. So the fact that you know, kind of catching on to those trends and getting waves of people in and out is part of the fitness industry, and it sucks. Mm-hmm. Like they don't make money off of you coming in, staying there forever, getting in super awesome shape, and never leaving. No. They don't make money off of everybody doing that. If they did, then your gym membership would cost you a thousand dollars a month or seven hundred dollars a month. months that you're not in there. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not going to cost they make twenty bucks a month. Now some of these other places get much better retention and much better. You know, use and they're charging 
a little bit more. Yeah. But they're still relying on that hype factor because if every single person that enrolled in these places that even charge a hundred dollars a month or hundred fifty bucks, these smaller boxes that are more popular, they too would not make any money if everybody who joined stayed and never left. They either a would run out of room or b wouldn't make any money. So the fitness industry is kind of in this weird, you know, space that they're a little bit fucked um, in that sense, and that they have to kind of. They, they got to understand that. You got to understand that you're constantly selling to new people and you're constantly yeah. losing people. And it's just the way it's going to be. And uh, if it were any different, then the prices would not be as cheap as they are now. Well, I want to I want to start opening trainers minds to other things, because in this in this industry, if you're a personal trainer, I swear the first thing that they think is the progression to being a personal trainer is to own a gym. 100 percent. And this is such, you know, uh a narrow way to think about what, what it is, what the fitness industry has to offer because, uh, you know, and, and myself included, I, I wanted to tell, like I almost opened a gym like maybe three times and right when it came to the point where I was going to commit and I was going to sign, I was going to get this loan and do all this stuff, you know, it, this creeping feeling like came over me, like, look, you, the, you're going to be under this same ceiling for the next, I don't know how many years. And it like, it's going to be blood, sweat and tears for me just to get uh, it ramped up to a position where I'm out of debt. Now I'm out of debt. And now I'm going to be able to somewhat start getting a profit margin established. But guess what? I'm going to have to expand in order to make more money. So now I'm going to have to pour back in hire trainers, you know, to work under me because you're not going to make money you know, the model of having independent trainers coming in your gym is great for us individual trainers. But yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what. Speaking from personal experience. Personal experience. Correct. You get correct. tiny, tiny margins. Correct. Very tiny margins. Yeah, when you own a gym and you want to you want to make it a personal training studio so that personal trainers pay you to train their yeah. clients. Which is like the co-op is what she's explaining. Right? No, that's, co-op that's, is totally different. Yeah. Uh, but you even got to that. Well, yet. you even got that yet. Yeah, but if you own, if that's what I did. Basically, what you're doing is you're giving yourself free rent to train your clients. That's what you're going to make. Right. You're going to make enough to cover all the expenses so now you can train your clients without without having to pay anything to do so. And that's why you're a little better off than you were as a personal trainer paying rent. However, uh, multiply the amount of shit you got to manage and all the stuff you got to <clears> deal with and the, you know, the people you got to deal with. So yeah. owning, owning a gym is, I mean, you got to have a real, here's the deal. You know, we make it sound like it's a horrible thing. I'll tell you something. If you have a passion for fitness, if you love this shit and you yeah. want to bleed for it, then you can own a gym. Yeah. Go for it. No, because yeah, we you appreciate might, it. Because yeah. you might succeed. No, you yeah. might succeed. You might be one of the few that succeed. Yeah. If you don't have that passion, you're probably going to fail. Yeah. Well, there's a, it, there's a 20% chance you will. That's what it is. Yeah. It's the 80-20 rule when it comes to training. And that's just period. It doesn't matter if you're owning a gym or not. It is Most people that get into this industry don't get into it to make a lot of money. You don't, yeah. you may, maybe you know somebody, maybe you met a trainer like, and he brags about how much money he's made or whatever the case may be. But that it's a, that's an anomaly when you see someone like, we talk yeah, about- we're, we're, Yeah, we're not stockbrokers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. You, it's you, like if you're like the best trainer in your area- you're doing okay. Yeah. If you're the best stockbroker in the area, you're a fucking yeah. millionaire. Yeah. It's not that big way. difference. Yeah. Training is not, uh, it, it's, I think it's taken, uh, we could all agree here, it's taken us a very long time just to get to the level that we're all at. Yeah. And by no means are we a bunch of millionaires running no, around burning money. Not, not at all. But I, what I want to do is start, you know, planting the seed that there's a lot 
more options that give you more flexibility where you can make the kind of income you're right, seeking within right. this industry. And so these are all things that behind the scenes, you know, we're already working on and we're creating these avenues and these tools and these guidelines for you trainers to become successful in multi, you know, a lot of different options. So well, it's not just owning a gym. Well, I think we, we let the cat out of the bag just recently when we mentioned that in the podcast about, you know, the ultimate, you guys are, you know, you like where mind pumps at right now. You like what you've experienced with maps. We haven't even scratched the surface of what this business was intended for. Right. So hold on to your fucking pants because mm. you, this is right. Well, in the that's wheelhouse. what I'm trying to say. I mean, you know, like it, don't don't get yourself locked into a situation uh, where you're gonna have to you know grind your ass out of it uh, before you explore multiple avenues. Now she was asking about also a gym co-op, and a co-op is where the members own the gym. You know, where like everybody well, that like a horrible idea, horrible, <laughs> horrible. I don't know if you are you guys familiar with the term the the tragedy of the commons. Have you guys ever heard that before? Mm-hmm. So it's an example they give in economics sometimes, but it's like this. Like if there's a bunch of farmers and they all have all of their, their their sheep grazing on one big field of grass that they all share. Nobody owns it. They all just share it. It becomes in the best interest of each farmer to get their their crop their their sheep to eat as much as grass as possible before the other guys do so he could grow his 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 uh mm-hmm. you know how many sheep he has mm-hmm. and so that's the tragedy that comes that when nobody owns something it gets destroyed because nobody has a vested interest in protecting it they only have vested interest in exploiting it okay so when you own when you co-op a business it sounds great like oh we're all going to own the gym and love it it's not they're going to it's going to most of the people are going to treat it like shit people are going to take advantage of it because they can um, and you don't have those nobody really protecting it because they own uh, the va- the majority of it. And, you just have and let's remember, nature. let's remember, this is America. This isn't you know, like communist Russia. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> this is America. Joseph Awe Lua is asking about your thoughts on the presidential election. Oh my god! Oh, here you go, Sal. Really <laughs> Perfect segue. Do yeah. you really want to go into this? Here's your softball pitch. <laughs> yeah. This has to be. The try not to lose a bunch of members. Right, here, I'm please. not. Okay. I'm not going to go crazy. This <laughs> I, has, want, I want you to. No, Ugh. this has to be the absolute most ridiculous uh, presidential election I can ever remember. It's an embarrassment. It is a fucking joke on all levels. Everybody's a fucking joke. The yes. whole thing yes. is insane. You've got uh, you know you've got Trump who's uh, obviously backlash against the PC police who've been just ridiculous all over social media. So now this guy comes out as the anti, yeah. you know, uh, uh, politically correct guy. Let's elect him. And he's a complete authoritarian. He's a very dangerous person. You put someone like that in charge, all he wants to do is get more power. Mm. And he's and he's nothing, he's not a, uh, a small government person. He likes big everything, wants to spend big money on big things. Uh, dangerous guy. And then you got Clinton who's part of the uh, esta- the hardcore establishment and uh, her her hand is in so many pockets and so many people's hands are in her pockets. She's federal investigation. She, I mean, it's just horrible. And then you got a, a, a self-proclaimed socialist uh, who's you know close yeah. on her heels running as a Democrat and it's uh, <laughs> this is a fucking joke. It's if this doesn't bring about a third party, then nothing will. I swear to God. <laughs> if this doesn't bring about some like third party candidate come out and be like, everybody's crazy... Let's just be cool now. Yeah, I'm not even that good. I'm definitely but I'm put voting my Mickey Mouse, <laughs> dude. I'm seriously 100%. for the first time ever. I might actually just start just start promoting don't vote. Like I'm almost like it's not fucking worth it. Number one, uh, you can you can vote, and a lot of times it doesn't do you any good. I hate to say that. Instead of the check mark, we'll just have a big like circle. I hate to say that, man. It sucks. Don't vote. 
This is horrible. Yeah, and it's funny because uh, when you see uh, politicians working together, is when they're doing some slimy shit, and then you'll see them really working together. Mm -hmm. Uh, But these these people are are by the way they're supported by the same people, so don't think for one second that one guy. Well, I think I I shared with you one of my clients shared with me that supposedly the rumor is that uh, Trump and Hillary are the best of buds behind close behind closed doors, although they sit here and they rip each other apart. Wouldn't surprise me. And that if if one one drops the other, the other one's going to end up backing and supporting the other one. So. Uh, I don't know. All, all I know is, is it's that crazy. Uh, the illusion of choice is necessary for people to feel free. So we have to feel like we have a choice between two what seem to be opposites. In reality, when they're when they when they're in there and working, they're almost identical. There's almost no differences. But uh, we want the illusion of choice. And the reality is that they're both supported. Both sides are supported by the same massive mega corporations of money. Most a lot of them give money to both sides because they hedge their bets. And that's the ga- the way the game works. And we think we're making a choice when we're not making a fucking choice. So I might actually not vote. Uh, I vote I, Congress. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. That's Congress has way more power than the yeah, president. Yeah, exactly. That's, president's hilarious yeah, to me. It's yeah. a fucking joke. Yeah. So sorry about that. If I pissed you off, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We're we're Americans. No, that was good. That's good. Yeah, we love America. Steven, one, two, three, four. People to roommate with in this room, right? Choosing just one person. Yeah. Oh, one person. And why not the other? <laughs> one and okay, we get to roommate with one. Why would we roommate with them and why not one Wait, of the others? Did you say when we were in our twenties, right? Yeah, so it's like we're in our twenties, we're single. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, right. uh, okay, okay. Yeah, so yeah, for, so, so it's different. Oh, okay. Well. If I if I if I roomed with Doug, <clears throat> I would be I would eat clean. No, no, no. I'd you... be fucking good. It'd be awesome in terms of like straight, you know. If it was with Adam, somebody would die. <laughs> somebody would die. Either because we overworked ourselves to death. But or it might be really fun. Some crazy shit right? happened. Yeah. Justin would be, we. it would be very regimented, structured. It'd be awesome. It'd be clean, clear. Mm. So I don't know who I'd pick. Every one of you guys has a... Has a has a benefit. Oh come on, uh, dude. you have to pick. It's we're twenty years that was old. Way too PC of yeah, yourself. Yeah, you shouldn't have started if you're going to be so PC, you pussy. Yeah, I don't man. know. Why don't you guys go first and then I'll see. I who's want you to razz us. Then I'll see who's being an asshole. Roast. <laughs> Give us the roast. <laughs> well, like you. Okay, so um, Sal and I, uh, boy, would we have some fun. <laughs> yeah, it would. As I say, somebody it, would die. Okay, okay the the. <laughs> let me say this. The the thirty five year old me would pick Justin to be my roommate at twenty, being thirty five years old and being intelligent and thinking what's best for me. The twenty year old me that would want to pick who was I'd be the one that would pick you up from the hospital. <laughs> exactly. Let's be honest. Well, okay, so, so I would be the one to put you in the hospital. Exactly. So, so those that know me personally uh, and actually listen to this podcast probably probably know this because they know my my childhood best friend uh, Jared is very very similar traits as Justin, which is part of why. Uh, we have hit it off so well and became such good friends. So he, obviously, if that's my childhood best friend, we've been friends since we were kids and still good friends. We complement each other very well. I think mm-hmm. Justin and I complement each other really well. Now, at 20 years old, I don't think intelligently like that. I remember <laughs> when I was at 20 years old. 20 years old, I had just bought my, my condo. I got my new car. I'm making good money. I'm single. I'm Sal and I are going out. Sal and I are going out and we're being irresponsible and we're bringing lots of chicks back to my place and we're having a heyday like that. We're probably 
waking up hungover at least three out of the seven days of the week, but we're grinding, making tons of money. We're not going to bed till two in the morning. Until someone dies. Yeah. Like I said. So, yeah. <laughs> he's probably right there. So I would say that the young version of me. And then uh, probably the 40-year-old version of me wants Doug to live with, you know, because I'd be like, you know, what? he's yeah. responsible. We see eye to eye here. We get along together. Like, I would love to live with Doug. He's probably cook. He probably cooks the best mm-hmm. out of all of us for sure. I, I will say this, though. When we do our, uh, our work retreats where we go off and we're like just grinding up all night, Doug has got like the most fucking energy, Lord. He's like up late yeah. with us, rocking and rolling, and all of us are, you know, kind of falling asleep. It's right. usually not him that says, "Hey guys, let's go to bed." Yeah. You guys notice that? Yeah, yeah I'm actually true. interested when this goes around. Who let Doug say? Justin, you're in it. Where, let's well, I, I honestly like if, if I'm, if I like, okay, so using your guys' example of like the older me, I would probably like totally pick Doug. I mean, he's the safe guy. He's the guy that's going to make me some food. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, he's the guy we're going to hang out and we're not going to like, I don't know. I'm not going to get this You're gonna bar- get some barrage sleep, yeah. of uh, 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 talking, you know, constantly <laughs> where I just, I can't even think straight anymore. It's just fucking barrage of talking, talking <laughs> in my head. I was like, dude, I just want to chill. And I'm like, can, we just, oh, can we just chill? And then he, he'll understand, you know, the, the need for having a website. You know what I'm saying? Like that kind of stuff. <laughs> it gets me. You know what I mean? But then there's Sal and there's Adam and then you guys are... You guys are so challenging. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You're so challenging, but in a good way. Uh, and and I don't know. I swear to God, you guys are the same guy. You know that, right? Yeah. You're the same guy. Uh, Adam's a little taller. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's got you there. Yeah. So and, and, and he plays basketball. So I, I mean, he's, there's there's two things on there. But mm. Sal could teach me some jujitsu. I really I really have wanted to learn. So <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of torn to be honest with you guys. You probably I, 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 would, I would I would have a threesome. Oh, okay. okay. You guys, that when works. I'm younger, I want to have three something. That guys. works. You're yeah. in the middle. Okay, yeah. cool. You'll Doug- be in the middle. Douglas. All right, my turn. What I'm getting here is if you want to have fun, don't pick me. <laughs> oh, Doug. <laughs> Just that, that's Just not kidding. what that meant, Doug. Doug. Come on. No, I am pretty consistent. However, when I was 20 years old, I was looking for adventure. Sal would have been married. Uh, so. Yeah, prob- right. not a lot of adventure here. Ooh. So I would say I didn't even I, consider that, Doug. I can I retract my <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I would say Adam is would be my choice as a twenty year old. Boom. Doug's yeah. down to have some fun. Well, he looks, you know, the backpack. He went backpack. With- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. I would just throw Doug in my back. Hey, Doug, we're going out tonight, bro. We're yeah. going to paint the town, brother. Backpack. Fanny pack style. Backpack to fanny pack. Just hop backpack on and let's go. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. In my 20s, I was in, into adventure, new experiences, and I like to align myself with people I, I wanted to emulate. And I, I can see that, uh, you know, Adam has really good social skills. I could learn a few things from him. So that's, yeah, I would certainly get on uh, Adam's team there mm. in yeah. my early 20s. Mm, very nice. I love you even more now, very, Doug. Very, very good. You know, uh, uh, fuck you very much. Well, what's actually what's kind of crazy because he they asked you, like, why would we not ruin the other one? What is, I think, obviously, what has made this dynamic so special is I don't think any of us would have a problem living with no, one yeah. of the other ones. Like, exactly. that's why that was such a hard question to probably answer is like, 
I literally, none of these guys get on my nerves about anything. Even like Justin was teasing about, like, you know, Sal and I could definitely talk the ears off of probably just about any, but I, I enjoy it because some, you know, a, a, you learn a lot and I enjoy that conversation. Justin's the opposite. He totally compliments that side of me. Like that's like my best friend, him and I, sometimes we could literally just go and sit in front of the pool and not talk to each other and be yeah. right next to each other for three hours and enjoy each other's company. Like I seriously feel like all of us have this about each other where, there's there's traits and qualities about each of us that we really really enjoy, and there's not a lot of stuff that gets on my nerves. And we we spend a lot of time together, yeah. so um, and that more, is rare, right? Yeah, yeah no. And we we everyone has a very uh, mutual respect for each other's talents and intelligent level intelligence level. And I, I feel like no one really steps on each other's toes. I think yeah. it, we all have this uh, really neat uh, social awareness ability to kind of feel. Like, you know, there's definitely times and it's been neat. I've watched, I've seen everyone in this room uh, go through like a frustrated phase. Like, and everybody has their little tell signs, you know, <laughs> like when Doug gets mad, you can yeah. sense it. You know what I'm saying? He gets this, like, mm-hmm. he clenches his yeah. fist, he grabs he can, a <laughs> you know, and it's very rare. It's very rare that he gets that way. But then, you know, when he gets that way, you stay back the fuck up a little bit. And this is not one of those days I fuck with him or tease him or give him any shit right now because he's he doesn't get like that. And if he is like that, that means there's a lot of shit going Adam on. Adam stands it. up and he sometimes he like slams his hat down. And he goes, come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> or punch, like, punch the refrigerator. Yeah. Right? I do yeah. Some, yeah, I get I get a little more. I probably get the loudest and most physical for sure. Yeah. You, uh, just, you just get dramatic. Sal's probably the most emotional, right? When you say exactly, that, exactly, exactly. You get you get yeah. kind of emotional. What do you mean? I you, cry. You, yeah, you get you're, you're <laughs> no. the most you're the most sensitive. If you're if no, you're just like you know, guys, you know, I might not be myself. Today, yeah, yeah, right. You know, what I'm oh it's yeah, like, I'm just like, expressive. It's yeah. like no, you, you're yourself. Yeah. Don't worry. And yeah. and then Justin is probably the most straightforward about it when he's fresh. I'm I'm in yeah. a bad mood. Yeah, I just come. Be careful. Yeah. I might fucking piss somebody I'm off. Fucking tired. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys <laughs> need to come into. You guys thing. need to handle that member, or I'm gonna fucking kick his ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, We're like wow. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of how Justin has. Kind of, but no one accurate. Nobody really uh, overdoes that. Everybody has the ability to feel each other out and respect those boundaries, and I think that's something that's special. I could live with every one of these men in this room for sure. Feel each other as long as we stay within those <laughs> <Yeah>. boundaries. <laughs> of course, yeah, stay within the boundaries. Well, let's yeah. say we can touch auras. But not give aura. Yeah, right. There you know what I'm oh, uh, that being said, you mm. can leave us a five star rating and review on iTunes. You can also find us on Instagram at Mind Pump Radio. You can find me at Mind Pump Sal. You can find Adam at Mind Pump Adam. You can find Justin at Mind Pump Justin. And you can find the handsome Doug at Mind Pump Doug. By the way, check out our testimonials, mindpumpmedia.com. And don't forget the Facebook Facebook page. We're at Mind Pump Radio or Mind Pump Show. Mind Pump Show. Check out the Facebook. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump. <laughs>